Man. I don't even know where to begin. 54 to 51. Chiefs lose this football game. If you told me this game was going to be a shootout in the 50s, I would have said okay. Crazier things have happened, but highest scoring game in Monday Night Football in history and the Chiefs on the losing end of this one. A lot to get into. I'm Farzee Vasuya and appreciate all of you joining me on this episode of the Chiefs Home Podcast. Wow. Uh, look, uh, I know uh, the two losses, they're losses, but the Chiefs were involved in two epic games this season. I know it's very hard to view it that way because losses are always a tough pill to swallow. They really are, but boy, uh, for the Chiefs to lose this way, and both teams made a lot of mistakes in this football game, but some of the things the Chiefs did, boy, they would have loved to have back in this football game. We are going to uncover all of that and much more on this episode. Again, my name is Farzi Masugan. Thank you all for downloading and listening to the Chiefs Zone Podcast. We're going to get right into it. Real quickly, before I forget, subscribe if you haven't. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. Hit the share button. You get the deal. Podcast will be out later this week despite the bye week. We are going to talk to Marty McDonald and Morgan Gannon later this week. So that'll be out likely sometime on Wednesday, so maybe Thursday, uh, maybe a bit of a delay there, but no game this week, so we, we have some flexibility there. Uh, so stay tuned for that, and we will also do two episodes next week as well. Man, uh, oh, and before I forget, Facebook.com slash Farzinevisugin, Twitter.com slash Farzin21, plus my email, Farzin at Farzinevisugin.com. By the way, lots of interaction on the Facebook page uh, the most we've ever had during a game. And I appreciate all of you guys who came out for the Facebook Live videos and uh, even when we didn't do live videos, uh, just chatting during the game. Uh, lots of interaction. Appreciate all of you guys doing that. A uh, lot of fun. Let me just start off with this because this is where I'm going to start the, sh- the show. I'm not going to sit here and talk about the referees and criticize them and... Talk about how that's the reason why the Chiefs lost this football game. No, I'm not. The Chiefs hurt themselves with penalties. Were there a couple of questionable penalties? Yes. Did the referees miss some penalties that the Chiefs should have gotten? Yes. Did the referees also miss some penalties uh, that the Chiefs got away with? Yes, they did that as well. Listen, uh, I I, I got tweets about this. Uh, I, I wrote one tweet out there asking fans to not blame the refs and I got torched for it which look I have no problem with but man I I just don't accept it when sports I, I I don't like it when sports fans blame the refs I've never been the blame the refs listen I have fans on my uh, uh Facebook page not not the uh page that we all interact on I'm talking my on my personal page people who I know personally and when they're team loses whether it's the Chiefs the Royals KU K-State MU uh, the Yankees, the Red Sox, whoever you root for. I get so annoyed when people just go on their Facebook page or their Twitter page and they start moaning about the refs. The refs are, I mean, look, they'll, they'll make mistakes. But the Chiefs are a, a top five penalized team for a reason. Uh, 13 penalties, and 
by God, I am shocked. Uh, they uh, they had, what was it, seven or eight in the first quarter? They managed to simmer down on that, but boy, it could have gotten worse. They were on pace to break the Raiders' single-game record for penalties. I mean, gosh, it, 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 was, it was on pace. Um, look, maybe one or two of those penalties you could question the, the referees on. And there was the, on the Jared Goff touchdown run, uh, there was the right tackle, Havenstein, uh, who uh, not only got away with a false start, but also a, a hold on Marcus Peters. Or, excuse me, not Marcus Peters. We'll get to him later. Uh, I meant D Ford. Uh, listen, the Chiefs have gotten away with touchdown uh, uh, penalties this year, or, or missed penalties. That should have been called. Uh, miss penalties on on, a, on on touchdown scores. Uh, again, you know, let's just be honest with ourselves because for for anyone who's listened to me uh, for a while, you guys know I'm always gonna be honest with you guys, and I think that's healthy for discussion. If it was the other way around, where the Chiefs were not getting penalized much, and it was the Rams, well, listen, as Chiefs fans, we'd be sitting here. Laughing at the Rams fans uh, complaining about penalties. I mean, let's just let's just call a spade a spade. Uh, sports fans are always going to take it when referees give them one. They just will. I mean, look at look at the uh, game against the Broncos, the Monday Night Football game, and Broncos fans. Uh, I mean, they lit it up on social media about the referees. I mean, you you just can't sit here and and get too caught up in that. Not only did the Chiefs get screwed over by the refs, if you just want to go by that, they committed five turnovers and they held the lead at one point in this game. And at the end of the day, they still lost by three. I, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around this. The fact that the Chiefs scored 51, committed five turnovers, p- penalized 13 times, and lost by three. And here's another crazy thing. Uh, according to ESPN Stats and Info, the Chiefs are averaging more points per game in their losses than their wins. In the two losses the Chiefs have had, the Chiefs are averaging 45.5 points. In their losses, they're scoring 34.8 points per game. And listen, that could be a, a product of the fact that the defense, they're facing some good offenses in the Patriots and the Rams. So it... Sparks a uh, fire under under the offense's tail, making them want to go out there and trying to do everything they can to to be above the Patriots or the Rams. And by the way, all week long, I've been in all season long, but mostly this week, I've been hearing Chiefs fans say that the Rams haven't beaten anybody this year. First of all, I, I think that's an insult to your own team because both teams have beaten the Chargers, uh, and not only that, the Rams just beat your team. So to say they haven't, first of all, let's say the Chiefs did win this football game. Are we going to sit here and not accept that as a win because the Rams, quote-unquote, haven't beaten anybody? You can only play who's on your schedule. I know in 2013, the Chiefs got away with a very easy schedule, and it did expose them near the end of the year, but uh, you can only play who's on your schedule. Uh, and the Rams, for for now, I mean, they beat a, a 9-1 football team while also holding a 9-1 record on, on kind of a crazy week when they were in Colorado Springs and... Uh, just the craziness they've been dealing with in their personal lives with the wildfires and all. Um, this, the, I mean, this is not an excuse uh, to lose the way you did. 
the Chiefs have a lot to do on the drawing board. They really do. Uh, and uh, listen, Mahomes, he committed five turnovers in this game. Uh, the interceptions and the uh, the three interceptions and two forced fumbles. I think some of it, some of that is due to poor pass protection uh, on the Marcus Peters interception. I believe it was Kelsey who, you know, you can't block forever. Eventually, defensive guys are going to get around, but... You got to give your offensive guy, your your quarterback, enough time to get the ball out there to help this offense out. Because you know this offense is capable of coming away with a game winning drive if you give your quarterback the time he needs. And the Chiefs didn't help Mahomes a whole lot in this football game. The offensive line that is, and I get it. The Chiefs are banged up with their interior offensive line, but is that really a reason to not uh, not a, protect your quarterback? I I don't know. Uh, I get Aaron Donald's great. He's the leader in sacks, but. Man, this Chiefs offensive line has got to do a better job of protecting Mahomes. He's never been sacked more than twice in a single game prior to last week. He was sacked, I believe, five times last week, maybe six. I don't have that in front of me. And in this game, he was sacked three times, and he fumbled twice. Also had that bad interception there uh, uh, that went for a pick six. And then the, um, uh, I mean, gosh, all sorts of craziness happened in this game. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that this Chiefs team scored 51 and lost. If you told me the Chiefs would score 51 in this game, I would have said they not only won this game, they win by double digits probably. If you told Rams fans that they'd score 54, they would have said the same thing, that they would have won by double digits. And listen, people want to look at the other side. Okay, the Patriots beat the Chiefs but allowed 40 points, but they won. The Rams allowed 51, and they won. Listen, you you can't, and I get these are two tough road games, but Chiefs fans are complaining that the team is not getting national respect. Want to know why? Because you're not coming up big in the uh, in the big time moments. You had a chance to steal one in Foxborough. You had a chance to steal one in LA, and you didn't. And that's something the Chiefs have to work on. You've got to come. I mean, look, I hope the Chiefs have home field advantage. I really do. For now, they still do. But if you don't, uh, you might need to go to Foxborough for the AFC title game. And guess who everyone's going to be picking? They're going to be picking the, the Patriots to win because the Chiefs have proven in two big games that they can't win in a shootout on the road. And when it comes to an environment like a, a conference title game, boy, uh, I think people would be more inclined to give the Patriots the edge in, in something like that. So thank goodness the, the Titans beat the Patriots last week and the Chargers beat the Broncos on Sunday because we could be talking about a much closer race in the AFC and the AFC West, but there's a bit of a gap for now. I'll tell you what, man, uh, the, the, this Chiefs football team, uh, I, I, I think they're lucky to have lost by three. I, I mean, if you told me five turnovers and thirteen penalties, boy, I, I, I don't know if uh, if I'm if I'm optimistic that the team was going to score fifty-one. Let's be honest here. If I told you Mahomes would have five turnovers, would have been sacked three times, and the team commits thirteen penalties, how many of you are honestly expecting fifty-one points? And listen, I know this has been a season of pleasant surprises and even some unpleasant surprises for the Chiefs scoring 40 and losing scoring 51 and losing uh but also on the other uh, on the flip side Mahomes 
uh, right now, 37 touchdown, holy cow, 37 touchdown passes on the year, uh, and a pair of six touchdown games, one in this game against the Rams and the other against uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Twice he's had six touchdown games. Brett Favre, it took him 18 years, and someone tweeted me and said, hey, look, it's a different era. Okay, I get that, but it's Brett Favre we're talking about here. So I don't know exactly where I stand with this football team in terms of what I expect from them when it comes to playing some of these top-notch teams. And I say top-notch but with the Patriots, but they don't have a one or a two seed right now in the AFC, do they? No. Uh, those two spots belong to the Chiefs and pay, uh, uh, excuse me, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, respectively. And here's the thing I'll say. When the Rams scored a touchdown, uh, what was it, with about a minute 50 to go? And I'm trying to see who they uh, threw that to. That was uh, to uh, Gerald Everett on a 40-yard play, by the way. And by the way, that was a six-yard, a six-play drive, 75 yards, 58 seconds. And the Rams didn't have a single timeout. Now, they got a little bit bit of help going out of bounds, plus a two-minute warning. Man, that was just a bad effort by the Chiefs defense. Andy Reid uh, said in his post-game press conference that this team has a lot of room for improvement on both sides on uh, offense and defense. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. Even though you scored 51, um, there there was pressure on Mahomes in this game. Uh, He threw two of those picks in the final two minutes, one to Marcus Peters. Holy cow. Him of all people. It didn't seal the deal. The Chiefs got the ball back. Uh, But boy, uh, I I just don't know if if there could have been anyone else that could have poetically built this uh, their way. And you saw all the Rams players rally around him when he got that interception. Because, let's be honest, uh, he came into this game with a chip on his shoulder. Terrible, terrible, terrible season. Uh, And Travis Kelsey made him eat dirt at one point in this game. And he also was on top of Mahomes. Looked like he was talking trash. I don't know. I think we'll know more as the week goes on. Well, Well, I'm sure he'll be asked about it. But gosh, uh, and then it, when the Chiefs got another chance on the final drive, uh, I don't know what the game plan was there with one timeout. Lucky to even have one timeout. The the Rams almost blew this game similarly to how the Chargers blew their loss against the Broncos when they were trying to be too aggressive and the Chiefs got to keep one of their timeouts. But I don't know what the what that game plan was. Deep in your own territory and you're throwing short passes middle of the field. I mean, that's not going to get the job done. The other thing about it is, I mentioned deep in their own territory. Twice, Mar- uh, Tyree Kill, uh, he fielded punts uh, inside the five. One of them, he fielded it inside the five and it even pushed him back into the end zone. And you could hear the reaction from the crowd there. And the announcers were shocked that, that Hill did that. Listen, Tyreek Hill took a uh, a punt return, fielding it at the 5. This was in Week 17 against the Chargers in 2016. And he took it all the way to the end zone. As stiff-arming, I think it was Steven Nelson, because he almost inadvertently pushed him out of bounds. And so Tyreek Hill had to push him in order to stay in bounds and go to the end zone. 
I, I get Tyreek Hill is amazing. I mean, what did he have in this game as far as receiving go? 10 catches, 215 yards. Kelsey had 10 catches also for 200, or 127 yards. Conley, 7 grabs, 74 yards. Sammy Watkins, a non-factor. He did play, but only in the first quarter. Uh, I'm sure we'll learn more about his uh, status later on as he did not practice Friday and Saturday, Andy Reid called him day-to-day, yet he played two days later, unlike Eric Berry. It's, that's another topic, though, for another time. Uh, listen, I, I, I just don't know. I, I, I get Tyree Kill is this amazing football player you have, but you can't always be fielding puns deep in your own territory. I mean, if you have Tyree Kill take uh, punts, uh, fielding him at, right at the five, or inside the five, 100 times. He probably takes it back to the house maybe two or three times, okay? That's not a very high percentage. Um, and I get, you know, this is a franchise that once had Dante Hall take a crazy punt return back against the Broncos. Sure, there were a couple of missed penalties there. Uh, but I get that this franchise has that good luck charm when it comes to returners. Uh, but look, you you can't be fielding puns deep in your own territory. Uh, okay, I, I I just that 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 can hurt your football team. Uh, it just can. Again, I I I get it. Tyreek Hill did it before, but how many times? Only once. Uh, I would just more I would just be more inclined to to save his energy and power for offense if he's only going to get what a few yards. Oh, and by the way, you maybe get penalized for that. Uh, this is a tough pill to swallow. It really is. You scored 51 points and you lost. And again, I mentioned the uh, tweet from ESPN Stats and Info. The Chiefs score way more in their losses than in their wins. 91 points combined in their losses. I, I, that is absolutely unreal. Uh, I don't know if I've ever heard that before. If you want to talk about weird statistics, that's one of them right there. That is one of them for sure. And by the way, what happened to the fact that the Chiefs were going to try to keep their running uh, the, the running backs active? Uh, Kareem Hunt touched the football 17 times, did actually pretty well. 70 yards on the ground, 41 yards through the air, but it was Kelsey and Hill who, uh, and also Conley, uh, who did a lot for this team through the air. It, it meant, hey, look, even though Watkins uh, didn't play much, this proves that maybe a guy like Conley can even do some of the stuff that Watkins does. Uh, if given the opportunity, and he did have the chance. Two touchdowns in this one for him as well, too. Targeted eight times. Uh, only once uh, Mahomes could not uh, connect with him. Defensively, listen, uh, 54 points, boy. I, I, I just don't know how you retain Bob Sutton. I get your 9-2, and two, and your two losses were by three points each, but... 54 points and 43 points in your losses. Uh, you you could be undefeated right now. And, and it's so hard to be undefeated. But uh, these are big games that you have to win. These are statement games. And I get Andy Reid's done about statement games. That every head coach wants to make sure they have enough to win their division and be on top of their conference, which the Chiefs have right now. Let's keep that in mind. As frustrating, heartbreaking uh, this loss is, we, we are still atop the division and the conference. That is one thing to keep in mind right now. Uh, and I know that's uh, very difficult to keep in mind after a loss like this. That is tough to, 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 to remember, but do, do keep that in mind. 
Uh, Ron Parker, he came away with that SWAT, uh, and, and actually had a couple of good pass rushes in this game against Jared Goff. Uh, you look at the defensive front, Chris Jones having a hell of a... He has to make the Pro Bowl this year. I don't know how he doesn't. Two sacks, three tackles for a loss. And I believe he also had the forced fumble that allowed Allen Bailey to recover it. And he went into the end zone. As a matter of fact, Allen Bailey had two fumble recoveries in this football game. Also got in on the sack fun for the Chiefs. The Chiefs had five sacks, by the way. Justin Houston had one. Xavier Williams also had a sack as well. But man, this defense... And I know a lot of people were excited that Sorensen was coming back. Well, he allowed the touchdown near the end of the game when uh, uh, Jared Goff connected with Gerald Everett, who, by the way, had two touchdowns in this game. Three catches, two touchdowns. Again, this is a tough, tough pill to swallow. 51 points. I don't even know if I can ever get over that. 51 points, and uh, you, you lose this football game. Listen, Andy Reid's got to get this defense on the right track because Bob Sutton's not doing it right now. He's just not. I've tried to be very, very, very patient with Bob Sutton. I, I, I think, if anything, I've been patient on a lot of things more than most Chiefs fans, I'd like to say. And that's nothing to brag about. I mean, that's not you don't get anything from that. But you got to make sure that you, you make the right decision when you want to let someone go. And I don't know if letting Bob Sutton go heading into the month of December is a good move because you're, I mean, you're already this late in the season and you have a 92 record. What's a defensive coaching change going to do really? Uh, But this offseason, man, uh, listen, I'll just say this. I know the Chiefs still have the playoffs. Very likely it happens. Uh, plus possibly a long run if their defense can get together. But I'll just say this right now. If I'm Andy Reid, you know, you do everything you can to retain your key players whose contracts are up, which we'll dive more into that in the offseason. But my offensive, my offseason priorities, offensive line and defense. <laughs> That's all I remember how the Chiefs had an all defensive draft. Plus, I guess an off, offensive lineman, if you consider uh, Khalil McKenzie, Converting from defense to offensive line. They should do the same exact thing in the next draft. Just draft offensive linemen and defensive players. That's all I want from the Chiefs uh, this offseason. Free agency and the draft. You've got your playmakers on offense. You do. And look, maybe you try to bring in uh, another key offensive player because injuries could... I mean, your luck could run out at some point. It's bound to happen. Uh, But this team needs some defense. The Chiefs could still be an undefeated team right now if they have just an average defense. And the crazy part about it, this is a defense making plays. You have great players on this defense. Alan Bailey's quietly having a good season. I've said that a lot. Chris Jones is having a hell of a year. D Ford's having a hell of a year. Justin Houston, he'll make some plays occasionally. Uh, I know he's been hurt a lot, but when he's on the field, he'll, he'll make some plays. It's just the problem is this defense is not playing well as one big cohesive unit. Cornerbacks have been good lately, but in this game against a more complete offense, we've seen them take a step back. 
Obviously, Eric Berry's absence playing a role. And at this point, I just don't know when he's coming back. There were reports from Jason LaConfora that he could be back after the bye week practicing. That's just practicing, folks. And keep in mind, even when a player comes back and when they've missed that much time, it may take them a game or two to get back to their to their original form. And in Barry's case, being one of the best safeties in the league. So I don't know exactly how long that'll take, but we'll see about that. Listen, at this point, I'll just believe it only when I see it. Uh, But this Chiefs defense needs a lot of help. And I will say this. The biggest thing I learned about this Chiefs team, they can't win shootouts, especially on the road. These high, very high scoring games in the 40s and the 50s, they can't win those games. They just can't. At least for right now, that's the case. And I'm really nervous that this defense could be a huge liability and could cost the team a game in the playoffs and maybe could be the reason why the Chiefs have another heartbreaking one-and-done postseason. I hope that's not the case, but after another loss like this where you put up all the points possible and your defense gives up more points, kind of makes you wonder. Uh, Now that we are heading into the month of December, that'll be the next time the Chiefs play in the month of December, uh, December the 2nd on the road uh, at uh, Oakland. How do you how do you stay confident? You lost fifty four to fifty one. If the Chiefs just lost what fifty four thirty five, you go okay, good offensive effort. But man, this defense is bad. No, we're talking about an offense that did everything to win despite five turnovers. That's the most frustrating part. We'll wrap things up after a word. Man, I'll tell you what, uh, it, it, it is hard. This is hard to take in. Listen, I'll, I'll just say this right now. I know we're all pretty upset, we're, we're sad, we're angry. Every emotion in the book. But let's all relax. Nine and two. You're on top of the AFC. On the uh, on the Facebook page, somebody mentioned the Chiefs are not a Super Bowl contending team. I understand we're angry in the heat of the moment. We say things that maybe we don't mean, uh, and, and it's uh, overreaction right after uh, a game. But if the Chiefs are not a Super Bowl contending team, who is? The Chiefs have the number one seed in the AFC. And listen, having the number one seed doesn't mean everything. You still got to play the games in the playoffs. We've seen number one teams lose uh, their first game in the in the, in the the postseason in the divisional rounds. That doesn't mean the Chiefs are uh, locked into the Super Bowl. No, 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 not at all. Uh, but to say the Chiefs are not a Super Bowl team, I think that's a bit of an unfair statement because who else in the AFC has a better record right now? No one. Um, sure, you lost a very tough game. I'll tell you what, though, uh, and I, I know people don't like this comparison because you then compare yourself to teams that have worse records than you, but I'll tell you what, a lot of teams in the NFL right now, or in the AFC specifically, they would love to trade records with the Chiefs and say that they lost two tough games on the road by three each, and those were the only two losses they've had. Now, you still got to come out on top in these games. Again, I mentioned earlier, Chiefs fans are complaining about the national respect or the lack thereof that they're receiving. Well, listen, you you probably get a lot of that Tuesday morning if you win this football game. The Chiefs didn't, but 
thanks to the Broncos on Sunday and thanks to the Titans last week, the Chiefs still have a lead in the division and in the conference. And listen, uh, the month of December, you got some, uh, you got some, some help coming your way. You've got the Raiders twice. You've got a very tough defensive team in the Ravens. That's going to be tough. You've got the Seahawks on a primetime game. And you've also got the Chargers, who you beat already, but they're coming to your house. At Arrowhead for primetime. So I like the month of December for sure, if I'm a Chiefs fan. Keep your heads up. Still got a month left. And the Chiefs can do a lot. They can prove a lot. But when it comes to the big games in the playoffs, boy, uh, this Chiefs team needs to fire on all cylinders on offense. And this defense, they got to learn to play uh, like a good unit. They need to be in sync. And they really haven't for most of this year. How does Andy Reid fix that? How does Bob Sutton fix that? With the five games we have left in the regular season before we have the win or go home games in January that's going to be my biggest question for the Chiefs this week and next week too it's a bye week keep that in mind we'll see how that goes thank you all for downloading and listening to this episode my name is Farzim Vasugian subscribe on iTunes Apple Podcasts Google Play and Spotify hit the share button as well share it with your friends on social media speaking of social media Facebook.com slash Farzim Vasugian. That's my Facebook page. Like it. Follow me. Follow me on Twitter at Farzim21. Plus my email, Farzim at FarzimVasugian.com. Thank you all once again for all the social media interaction, whether you agreed with me or not. I understand. We'll agree to disagree on the whole referee situation. Even with all the penalty plans, the Chiefs still had the bleed at one point and scored 51. This is proof that Chiefs can overcome these kinds of games. These kinds of obstacles. They can overcome them. Just got to capitalize and finish strong. That's what they didn't do in these two losses. So we'll see how that goes. Subscribe. Talk to me on social media. Again, thank you all for all the interaction. Uh, the busiest we've ever been on Facebook during a game. That means a lot. Let's do it again in a couple of weeks when the Chiefs and the Raiders play again we'll be back later this week in a day or two talking to morgan ganham and marty mcdonald talk to you then